everyone. Welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday, it's July 5th, it's 2021, and we have nine baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. Hope everyone had a nice holiday weekend, um, had some fun with some fireworks, some barbecue, and um, NASCAR, and all that stuff. So, joined today by my buddy, Keith Eister. Eyes, 819, what's happening, my friend? Not much, yeah. Fourth of July is always a great time, one of my favorite holidays. Love the the cookouts and the pool parties and all of that, so... That was a good time. Uh, shout out to you for nailing the NASCAR content. You had to put out about a couple of days worth of content in a few hours there with same day qualifying. So, uh, and you absolutely crushed today. So, shout out to you. It's never fun to have to do everything <laughs> within like a three hour gap. Um, it always like super stresses me out. So, um, yes. So, thank you. I'm glad a lot of people crushed. Um, you know, I took down a tournament. So, I'm happy. Move on though to some baseball. Like it's Monday, so it's like all right. Well, it's Sunday night for us, but it's Monday for most people listening, and it's like all right, time to get back in that baseball swing of things. So uh, last week before the All Star break, and then uh, we get like four days off um, next week. I don't know what I'm. I, I'm probably <laughs> going to play a lot of disc golf. Uh, let's be honest. So there you go. Let's get into it. We get started with Atlanta at Pittsburgh. Max Freed, Chase DeYoung, um, eight and a half total. Atlanta's a 190 favorite. Let's start here with Max Freed. Any interest in him? I do have some interest here in Freed. Uh, Pittsburgh doesn't have a ton of power in their lineup, but they also don't strike out a lot. So I'm a little bit worried about the upside here. Uh, I'm not sure he's going to rack up a ton of Ks. Uh, price at 8500 I think, is, is reasonable, and I think he's worth a shot in some tournaments just in case he falls into a couple extra Ks. I mean, we don't have a lot of pitching options today. I, I guess we could start with that. So, like, if we're looking for just overall floor, he's probably one of the best pitchers on the slate. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's I, I think that just needs to be said, like, right directly because it gets ugly quick today. Uh, we're going to have a lot of bats that we like. So, I mean, Max Freed, like you said, he doesn't typically get blown up. So it gives you an, a really nice floor, um, should go out, should get more pitches. He was coming back um, from, I think it was like injury or something like that, a finger or something like that. Um, but uh, he should get, you know, 15 more pitches in this start. So, I mean, you're looking at six or seven clean innings, 20 plus fantasy points and that 8,500 that's plenty on this slate. Uh, so I think Max Free is one of the better pitchers on the slate. It's games in Pittsburgh too. Big ballpark upgrade for him. Um, Chase DeYoung on the other side of this game. I mean, this is an Atlanta lineup that's really strong. You look at DeYoung and, I mean, high XFIP, low strikeout rate, struggles with power to both sides of the plate. I mean, I'm, I'm not playing him here. No, you mentioned it gets ugly quick, and I, I've – tried to find a value option here there, there's one in, that we're that we'll talk about that i that i like but um yeah just i can't do it against this atlanta offense let's talk about atlanta bats um i mean like the the top five or six guys all have 170 plus isos against right-handed pitching this season so strong lineup the only problem that i have with atlanta today is pricing um, but I will say this, like once you get past Acuna, Freeman and Albies, the rest of the lineup is pretty cheap. So the stack won't be that hard to kind of put together here. Yeah. I like Atlanta. Uh, one of my favorite stacks, um, 
you mentioned the top three are very expensive, but Riley and Swanson are reasonably priced. Almonte is a nice value bat. Heredia, if he's in the lineup, is is all right. I prefer Almonte over him. Um, but yeah, I, I like that line here, even even with the ballpark downgrade. Um, it plays a little bit better for left-handed power. Uh, Pittsburgh does. Uh, so I think Freeman is the, the top option, even over Acuna. Um, any interest in the Pittsburgh bats here? No, not really. They're, they're just so bad they're, and, and just no power in the lineup. That's, that's really the biggest thing. I mean, R- Reynolds is fine, but he hits a little bit better, uh, from the other side of the plate, he's not as good against lefties. Um, so I really don't have any interest. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a ton of interest here. Nobody that, I mean, maybe Hayes, but 4,400 for a one-off against a pitcher that doesn't give up a lot of home runs. I'll probably pass at the end of the day. Up next, we got Milwaukee at New York facing the Mets. Um, Brandon Woodruff against Tyler McGill. Um, seven and a half total here. Milwaukee's a 160 favorite. Brandon Woodruff, highest price pitcher on the slate, gets a nice matchup going to the Mets, uh, facing this Mets offense. What are we doing here with Brandon Woodruff? Uh, Woodruff is the clear top option on the slate, I think. Um, mentioned the ballpark upgrade going into City Field. That's great. The Mets, they're, they're healthier than they have been recently. Um, but Woodruff is still one of the best pitchers uh, in the majors. So uh, I think 10-4 is a fair price. I think he's the, the top option on the slate uh, with Musgrove. I think both of them are the top two very clearly. So um, Woodruff will probably be my highest on pitcher. Yeah, I mean, again, like I think Woodruff-Freed combo makes a ton of sense today. Uh, just kind of how this slate sets up. I'm with you. I think Woodruff is the top pitcher on the slate. Um McGill on the other side of this game, I mean, he's thrown 90 and 85 pitches in his first two starts. Um, The Brewers are rolling right now. I mean, this is an offense that we've picked on all season, and they're one of the hottest offenses in baseball right now. But the win, the winning streak that they're on right now is not necessarily all bats because the lineup's still not doing a lot um i mean they're rolling but i'm not i'm still not too scared but i mean he's 7200 i wish he was a little bit cheaper yeah um, i think mcgill is is the one option if you're looking for savings that that makes sense on the slate i mean i i looked into the other guys too and i mean he has the best strikeout stuff by by a good margin uh milwaukee strikes out quite a bit uh it's a little bit more than we want to pay for him but in this ballpark and with the high strikeouts of Milwaukee, I think McGill makes a lot of sense. This is a guy that had a 28% K rate in AAA, and that is translated directly in his first two starts. He's got a 30% K rate in his first two starts. So I uh, definitely think that McGill is in play here. My only concern with him, and this is really any pitcher getting called up, is got to have more than two pitches in the bigs, man. You can't go fastball slider and be uber successful. Like, he's going to need to add a third pitch. Um, but, I mean, it's working for him. Like you said, big strikeout rate, big swinging strike rate in AAA. Um, and he's been able to keep the hard hits kind of down a little bit here. So, yeah, I think if you're looking at anybody that's cheap, you know, I think I'm with you. He is He's the option. Uh, but that's not honestly saying a lot. Um. Milwaukee bats. What's standing out to you here uh, for Milwaukee? 
man, I, I just don't know what to do with Christian Yelich. I mean, this is a guy that, that was elite two years ago, and he is he's been really struggling since then. It seems like this should be a good spot for him uh, against a rookie right-hander. Um, I don't know. Um, I think Nar- Narvaez, a catcher, is, a, is another one that's in play. Um, I don't love the righties. Adama strikes out a bunch, um, so not a ton of interest in Milwaukee. Yelich as a one-off is probably the top option there. The guy that I like the most that's been hitting the ball the best right now is Adamus. But I mean, he he's fifty three hundred. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're all priced up, kind of. Like, yeah, it's, and it's probably because of the hot streak that they've been on. But yeah, the pricing is is just not great on these guys. Yeah, I mean, this guy has a three hundred three hundred five ISO, four twenty woba over the last thirty days. Um, him and Herrera have been hitting really well. Um, maybe you take a shot on Keystone Herrera at 4,200, but I mean, how many times are you really going to end up on a one-off first baseman? Very, very rare. And the same kind of goes for the Mets. Like Pete Alonzo obviously is the guy that you want the most for this lineup, but how often are you going to end up on a 5k one-off at first base? Not very often. Yeah. And I mean, against Woodruff, I, I don't think that this is a spot to, to target Alonzo, certainly. All right, we're moving along here. We got Cleveland at Tampa. Logan Allen and Rich Hill facing off in this one. This game has a nine total. Tampa's a 195 favorite. Um, any interest here in Logan Allen? <laughs> he's really cheap. He's, he's 4,800. Um, and Tampa... Lefties against Tampa is kind of a target that, that I've had some success with this year. Um, so I looked into him a little bit, but he's not very good. <laughs> uh, 16.5% K rate. He threw 71 pitches in his last start out. Um, so he's not he's not going to go very deep. He doesn't strike anybody out. I, even at 4,800, I, I just don't think he can do it. And, I mean, this is likely going to be a bullpen game. I don't really see them pushing him too much unless he's pitching really well i mean you could do a lot worse for 4800 but i mean this is what we were talking about pitchers drop off so much on the slate um any interest in rich hill on the other side uh, i think this one kind of depends on the lineup uh, jose ramirez has been out the last couple of days if if ramirez is back i probably don't have any interest in hill if he's out again uh, I think you might be able to take some shots on Hill. Uh, 9,100. Cleveland doesn't have much to offer, really. Uh, Fran Reyes is back for Cleveland, but uh, it, they drop off. Their lineup gets pretty thin pretty quick outside of those two guys. I mean, he's in play just because I don't think he'll be popular. Um, you know, if Jose Ramirez, like you said, if he's out, I hate the price. He really hasn't been pitching great, and they really haven't been letting him go um, too late here. So, I mean, for me, it's probably a pass. But, like, I look at this slate, and I'm like, I'm probably just going to go all in on Freed and Woodruff. I only make three lineups max, and I'm like, I I don't need to go crazy here. I'll get different with the bats. Um Starting with the Cleveland side, you mentioned, you know, Reyes being back. I think he's in a, a really good spot here. His price is fantastic over there on DraftKings. Still really cheap. Yeah, 3200 So really like him. And, I mean, you could go, 
Rosario at shortstop at 3,400 and, and then just kind of fit in a third piece here for Cleveland if you want to make a secondary stack. Yeah, I mean, the, the stack is is cheap. Um, Ahmed Rosario is another one that I, I would add to that. Um, he's 3,400, Phil shortstop. Um, not a ton of the, the high upside shortstops that we're used to on the slate. So um, I think a, a cheap Cleveland three-man toss at a, an expensive stack makes a lot of sense. Um, any interest in Tampa here? Um, yeah, I, I think that you have to. Um, most of their, their good hitters are from the left side is, is kind of the problem. Franco is priced way up uh, after having a little bit of success and after his call up. So a Rosarena is the obvious like top target. Um, if I'm looking for a one-off, he's the guy I would look to other than that. It's kind of guys lefty lefty. Yeah. I mean, it's just the pricing on Tampa makes them, they're a tough stack, you know, especially when you're looking to pay up a pitcher, it's just a tough stack because they're so expensive and, they're not the best team against left-handed pitching, so I have mixed feelings about them. I don't hate it, um, don't love it. I mean, if you end up on them, I sure certainly you know understand why. Um, up next, we got Chicago White Sox, Minnesota Twins. Um, we have Dylan Seas and Bailey Ober facing off in this game. Nine and a half total. Pick them game. A lot of injuries here uh, before we get into the pitching. Nelson Cruz is banged up. Josh Donaldson's banged up. Grandal is banged up. Moncada is banged up. Uh, so, I mean, obviously, we're really going to have to be paying attention to lineups here. What are your thoughts on Dylan C's? I mean, you nailed it. That's exactly what I have written down here is my interest in Dylan C's depends on Nelson Cruz and Josh Donaldson. If those two are in the lineup, I probably don't want to take any shots on him. But if Minnesota rolls out a watered down lineup, I don't love the price at 9,600, but the guy's been striking out a ton of people this year. Uh, he's up over 29%. And if they roll out a weak lineup, I think he's in play, but uh, it's definitely dependent upon that. Yeah. I mean, it's if Donaldson and Cruz sit, it could be a really weak lineup, and Dylan Seas could instantly become one of the best pitchers on the slate. Um, so I think that's something we're going to be paying attention to here. Bailey Ober on the other side. I mean, young, talented pitcher, is he ready yet? I mean, that's, I think, the biggest question mark about him. Um, but, I mean, again, if we're looking at a White Sox lineup without Grandal, without Moncada, it's a much weaker lineup. And, I mean, his price at 6400 becomes a little bit more appealing. Yeah, I've played a ton of Bailey over uh, this year. Uh, it worked out really well a couple of times against Seattle, especially he get, ended up getting pulled early, but the guy was cruising and he only had like 65 pitches. They ended up taking him out. Uh, he still put up like 20 points for the minute price. So he was, it worked out very well that day. And then I, I used him a ton in his last start against the, these white Sox. Uh, that did not work out near as well. Uh, he got, he got blown up and I don't think he made it out of the third inning, but um, I mean, if, he's really struggled against lefties as a thing and his changeup is supposed to be excellent. It just hasn't translated and he's absolutely getting crushed by lefties so far. Um, so if Mankata and Grandal are in there, I'm probably out on over. Um, yeah. Um, kind of with you, I think both of these pitchers really going to depend on the lineup. What's standing out to you for the white Sox bats? Um, again, dependent upon the lineup, but if Mankata and Grandal miss, I think it, they become really cheap. 
Um, Sheets has played well in his call up and he's still under 3K. Um, Collins at catcher has been uh, cracking the lineup without Grandal. Uh, and Goodwin, who they've called up, kind of came up on a minor league deal, and Goodwin has played really well. So um, why is he still so cheap? <laughs> yeah, I mean the guy is hitting home runs, a couple of hits at every game. Like, <laughs> yeah, the price doesn't make any sense for him. And yeah, I mean it's a small sample size, but Uber Ober, he's been a lot worse against lefties. So really, any of these lefties that are you know cracking the lineup, if Eaton's up there towards the top. You could really save some money here with the White Sox. Like, even if you do it as a secondary stack and go Goodwin, Eaton, Abreu um, type of stack, you save a ton of money. You could throw Anderson in there, make it a four man. And if Grandal or Moncada is in there, you could certainly just full on stack them in this spot. Ober has been really bad against lefties. Um, Minnesota Bats, I mean, he's a really solid pitcher. I don't have a ton of interest in Minnesota here. Yeah, they're really cheap, or they have enough cheap pieces where you could put together a little mini stack of them, too. I mean, I think both of these teams complement your main stack really well. Uh, Larnock is still really cheap. Uh, Arise is, is cheap. Uh, I mean, Polanco has a fair price. Uh, so, I mean, you can come up with enough pieces on, on either side to fill out a three-man uh, to complement your main stack. So, I think that's mainly where I'm going to be looking at in this game. Um, yeah, moving on. We got Philadelphia at Chicago taking on the Cubs. Uh, I see one place has a total out in this game and it says it's 11. I'm quickly pulling up the weather. Um, we got Matt Moore and Zach Davies. Why I pull up the weather. Um, any interest here in, oh man, 14 to 18 mile an hour winds blowing out to center field at Wrigley tomorrow. Um, I'm guessing you don't have any interest in Matt Moore. <laughs> I didn't have any interest before, even though the, the Cubs have been just terrible. Atrocious. Absolutely awful. They're striking yeah. out at a ridiculous rate. They can't even, they can't get hits. Like it's been a brutal stretch. Um, but no, I, I didn't have any interest in Matt Moore, even without the wind. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh. and Zach Davies on the other side, you know, Davies does a good job of typically keeping the ball on the ground, but I mean, you can't pay 8,300 for him if there's going to be this much wind in this game. Yeah, no, no interest. He doesn't strike anybody out. Philly's got power. I mean, and, and, and then if we're adding wind in there, I mean, just no chance. All right. Uh, let's talk bats here. I mean, I'm way more interested in the bats in this game now, like especially the Philly side, like they're going to get nine, nine innings here because they're on the road. Harper and Hoskins are expensive, but the rest of the stack is super cheap. You know, you don't typically get JT real Muto under 4k. Uh, so I think the Phillies are one of the top stacks on the slate. Yeah. If we're going to have wind involved, um, I mean, they're, I think they're going to end up chalky, which maybe that takes uh, some of the Atlanta or San Diego chalk away and we can end up playing them um but yeah i had interest in philly without the win uh davies is, is a guy that i mean he doesn't strike anybody out and i mentioned philly's power so uh i think harper is one of the top plays on the slate and the other guys are, are all have good prices so philly makes a lot of sense here against davies um the Cubs side i mean more is super hittable. I wish wisdom wasn't going to be like super expensive, but 
On the other hand, with him being so expensive, I don't think a lot of people are going to play him, but Javi Baez at 4,600. I mean, don't be afraid to take some lefties here against Moore. Don't expect him to go too deep into this game. Um, the Cubs are right up there as a top stack on the slate. I was all prepared to come on here and tell you that I was fading the Cubs because they're terrible. <laughs> but then you had to go and tell me there's going to be 15 mile an hour wins. Spoken uh, like a true Cubs fan. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Chris Bryan has been the one guy that's hitting. So uh, I was fine with him as, as a one-off. Uh, Contreras fills catcher. So he's great as well. Um, but if we're going to have wind here, you, they're definitely going to be in play. Uh, all right. Detroit at Texas is where we go next. Um, Allard against Peralta in this one. This game has a nine total. Texas is a 150 favorite. Any interest here in Willie Peralta? Uh, no, even though Texas doesn't have a great offense, uh, Willie Peralta is not very good. Yeah, I don't have a ton of interest in Peralta. I mean, 5,200, you could do worse. Um, Allard on the other side. I mean, this is a guy that could put up 15 in this spot, but, I mean, I don't love him. No, I, it, this is another guy that I wanted to like, um, but, the like, 7,900 is, is just too much for his skill set. He, he doesn't strike out a ton of guys. Now, Detroit, Detroit does offer a bunch of strikeout upsides. So, um, if you want to play him in a tournament, I'm not going to talk you off of it. But I think I would rather just save the 700 down to McGill. Um in a tournament because of Detroit's K upside, I think, I think he makes sense. Um, yeah. I mean, either one of these pitchers could, could get 15 points. Um, so I don't hate it. Bats in this game. Um, as far as Detroit goes, Eric Haas has been crushing the ball. Um, you know, he's catcher eligible. He gives you home run upside as a catcher. Has 11 home runs on the season now. Uh, what are your thoughts here on Detroit? Yeah, Haas, Haas is the one that I definitely had marked down here. And Jonathan Scope has been hitting really well as well. Um, I'm not really interested in, in full stacking him. I think Al, Allard is a pretty good pitcher. Um, but I do like those two bats as power one-offs. And then as far as Texas goes, I mean, Joey Gallo, uh, you know, we talk about guys that are hot. I cooled off a little bit in Seattle, but you know, it's hard not to like him in this spot against Peralta. Really any of these power lefties um, I, I think are super playable here, especially like when you start digging in and looking at Peralta's numbers, you know, throughout his career, he's given up a lot of fly balls and a lot of hard contact to lefties. Yep. It's Gallo and low at the top for sure. Uh, I think you could even add Adolis Garcia in there, even though he's right-handed, but um ton of power from that guy as well. So I, I think I'll be chasing power here. Not a bad idea, Keith. Not a bad idea. Kansas or yeah, Cincinnati and Kansas city, 10 total in this game. Uh, Kansas city, a slight favorite. We got Vladimir Gutierrez against Mike minor. Uh, any interest here in Gutierrez? I think 6,900 is a, is a fair price for him. Um, there's just not a ton of upside there. Um, Kansas City isn't an offense that scare me. So, like, a, he he's fine is kind of the best way that I can describe it. Like, he, he's fairly priced. I don't think there's a bunch of upside. So, if he fits in your lineup and everything else works, sure. But it's not. He's not somebody I'm targeting. 
Yeah, I'm probably not going to end up going there. And then Mike Miner on the other side. I mean, he's a solid pitcher, but he's been really bad recently. Um, this is a tougher lineup. This is gonna, it's going to be hot in Kansas City. I'm probably going to stay away from Mike Miner here. Yeah, I'm, I'm out on Miner as well. I, I have a lot of interest in the Cincinnati Bats, actually. Uh, let's talk bats here for the Reds. Um, Castellanos finally at a price where is almost right. Uh, what's your thoughts here on the Reds? Yeah, I mean, Castellanos has been awesome. He's been underpriced, but finally got that bump. Um, he's the top option. Uh, Tyler Stevenson has been really good against lefties. He's still up slightly underpriced at catcher. Um, Jonathan India. I don't mind Suarez, just a guy with a ton of power, but he's going to strike out. Hasn't been great this year, but I think you can take some shots on him. Um, yeah, I mean, India, I mean, Suarez, India, Castellanos would be my three favorite. Stevenson, there's a couple of catchers that I like a little bit more than him today. Um, and then on the Kansas City side of things, I mean, it's not like Gutierrez has been bad. He's been serviceable, but where he struggles is fly balls and hard contact to lefties. And I mean, really like Santana, Bendetendi, O'Hearn are like those guys that kind of fit the build here. Yeah. I, this is another spot for like that little mini two man or three man to supplement your, your main stack. I think, uh, I think Benintendi is a great option. Uh, with the low strikeouts of Gutierrez, uh, I mean, I think he makes a lot of sense here. Uh, and 3600 great price. O'Hearn, cheap power bat. Um, so, yeah, I'd be looking for, like, a two-man or a three-man of Kansas City. All right. Cruising along here. We got the Sox and the Angels. The Red Sox, that is. Martin for Martin Perez, Jose Suarez, 10 total pick him game. Um, any interest here in Perez? Uh, no, not, not playing Perez. Even Rendon was out of the lineup on Sunday. I, if he misses again, I still don't like the angels lineup. Isn't great, but uh, Martin Perez isn't great either. And at 8,000, I, I think he's just a little too pricey. I don't have any interest. <laughs> If he, man, 6,500 here, we would have, like, a serious, like, legit conversation, especially if, like, Rendon wasn't playing. Um, but, I mean, I don't think I could do it. The thing that I'll say about Perez is he's very good against lefties. Uh, so, if he were to get a few lefties here and, you know, Rendon was out of the lineup and you're really just – looking at a couple of these righties that aren't great. I mean, maybe you have a conversation about Perez, but the price is just so high. It's tough to have that conversation. Um, on the other side, we got Jose Suarez. He's expensive too. Like he's coming off of a good game against the Yankees, but I mean, he's not going to, he's probably not going to throw more than like 60, 65 pitches at max here. Yeah. Suarez is a guy that, that has some talent and I mean, when he's cheap, I like playing him, but against this Boston team, I, I do not have interest. Boston is absolutely crushed lefties. So uh, Boston's one of my favorite stacks. I, I don't think you can play Suarez here, especially at 8,200. Yeah, I'm with you here. Um, 
bats, the Red Sox, I mean, JD is expensive, but he's in a great spot. Xander Bogarts, Kiki Hernandez, Hunter Renfro, um, Vasquez, a lot of, lot of righties to like here for the Reds, Red Sox. Yeah. I mean, they've been one of the top teams all year against lefties. Just, I mean, power up and down the lineup. It's a deep lineup. Uh, like I said, they're, they're one of my favorite stacks, e- even though they're expensive. I think that's, that's why I've been searching for, uh, for cheap pitching here that it's hard to find on this slate, but uh, the Red Sox, even though they're pricey, they're still one of my favorite plays. Uh, the angels, this is where I struggle, man, especially if Rendon doesn't play. It's like Stassi, I think is super playable here. So many catcher plays. I don't know. It's tough. Yeah. You, you mentioned Perez's good lefty lefty, but Shohei Otani is on another level right now. So I think you, you have to mention him paying 6,200 for him. I think he's going to come in low on in the spot, but I think a one-off in a tournament, I mean, this guy's been insane and, and I'll get a couple of bats off the bullpen too. So um, even though he is extremely pricey, he is just mashing baseballs like crazy. seems like he's homering every day. All right, we finish it out with Washington at San Diego. We got John Lester against Joe Musgrove. Eight total. San Diego's a 210 favorite. Um, do not play John Lester. I'm just going <laughs> to say that. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say don't play John Lester here. Yeah, an- another expensive stack that I love that I'm trying to find a cheap pitcher to fit. Um, yeah, no, no chance I'm playing John Lester against San Diego. Don't do it. Uh, Musgrove, he's he's in play. Um, not my favorite by any means, but, I mean, this is a guy that could go out and throw solid. He just hasn't been pitching great. And Washington doesn't strike out a ton. So, I mean, I think he's in play. I think it helps that Schwarber's on the IL and Turner might not play. Um, they did say Turner could be back for this game. But, I mean, if he's out, too, like, you're really just kind of pitching around, like, Juan Soto and maybe Josh Bell at that point. Yeah, I have more interest in Musgrove than you. I think I prefer him slightly over Freed, even. Um, I like I it, was, yeah. Uh, yeah, like, Freed is safer for sure. But if, if Freed's going to end up chalk and, and we get Musgrove loaned, I'm going to be all about that. Um, I think it'll be fairly close in tournaments. But I, I Freed is definitely a safer cash play, but – but I do like Musgrove here and Schwarber being out is a huge key to that um, big lefty power bat that you don't have to worry about. So um, I mean, Bell and, and Soto obviously still there, but the rest of the lineup, not, not much to worry about, obviously depending on Turner's status. Yeah. I mean, obviously I think if Turner's out, like I said, you know, Schwarber um, being put on the IL with the hamstring injury, he was the, one of the hottest hitters in baseball. Um, so you take that bat out of the lineup and it's a huge upgrade. Uh, Washington bats. I mean, Soto is always in play, right? Um, what are your thoughts here on Washington? Yeah, I don't, don't love it. Uh, Soto he's pricey though. Expensive one off. If you have the salary for it, um, that's, he's really the only one I'd be interested in. I I'm not even taking shots on Josh Bell in this spot. Um, San Diego, you, you kind of said it already. You like the stack. I'm right there with you. Lester. I mean, he used to be so good and he's just not anymore. Like, uh, you know, he has a less than 15% K rate. 
He's he's still really good against lefties, but man, this guy just can't get righties out. And I think San Diego is going to mash the ball against him in this spot. You know, I think you could kind of play some Myers and Fam to be on the cheaper side, but I think Tatis and Machado are two of the top hitters on the entire slate. Yeah, I agree with you. And for for whatever reason, it seems like stacking against Lester doesn't doesn't work out a lot of the time. He just he's he's a gamer. He ends up getting that ground ball that he needs, or comes up with the the one of his three strikeouts in the game at the right time. Um, but San Diego is is just so good. Uh, Tatis and Machado, obviously, great plays on the slate. Bring it on, Johnny boy. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's play the morning grind game and then we're gonna get out of here uh hope everyone had an awesome weekend under 8k to get six or more strikeouts today who do you got uh i think tyler mcgill is the guy i'm gonna settle on milwaukee you mentioned is a team that we've been picking on all year they've been really hot of late but uh i'm gonna i'm gonna take a shot i need a cheap pitcher today to fit in these expensive bats and i think mcgill is gonna be the guy um can i say nobody <laughs> yeah, there's not much left i mean yeah i'm gonna go allard i guess but i don't like any of them uh over 8k to score under 15 who's your bust today this one's pretty obvious it's kyle davies yeah um you mean zach davies yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was like, I was like, who is he talking about? <laughs> I'm gonna go uh Jose Suarez against the Sox. Um, give me a guy over 4k to hit a home run today. Uh picking on Davies again, it's Bryce Harper. Uh no doubt about it. Like, I am taking the guy today. It's Tatis. He might hit two. Um, this is a day to play Fernando Tatis Jr. Under 4K to get two hits. Uh, who's the cheap bat you're looking at today to get on base a couple times? Uh, we talked about how he, his price hasn't been raised, and he's just been playing really well since he's made the White Sox uh, filling in for injuries. Brian Goodwin is, took my guy. Really well. <laughs> took my guy. <laughs> um, I guess I'll go Framil Reyes uh, since since Keith took my guy. Um, I knew. Uh, I knew you were going to take him too. Um, give me a stack to score six or more runs today. Um, I like Atlanta a lot. I think they're going to be chalky against DeJong. Uh, so I'm going to go down the board. I like Boston a lot against the lefty. I mentioned how good they've been against lefties. They, I mean, their power from the right side is is incredible. I like Boston a lot tonight. All right. I like it. Um. I'm trying not to go Padres. I don't want to go. I'm going to go Philly. I'm going to go Philly. I like, I like Philly today. Uh, Keith, any final thoughts before we get out of here? No, let's keep an eye on the, the weather, obviously in Chicago. If, if that ends up what, what it's forecasted, I think we might end up with some, some Wrigley chalk. So that's going to change the slate a little bit, but. <laughs> it's always fun when you get those Wrigley win games and they end like three to two. Um, you look at these <laughs> pictures and you're like, this game's not ending three to two. Um, so it's definitely a game that I like. It stinks that it's going to be chalk. There's some pe- there's there's some bats that you could play as like secondary stacks that you know definitely could come through or not, and you know definitely could change the slate to play with those chalk bats. So it's I'm always telling fun. you what's going to happen right now. 
is the wind's going to be blowing out 20 miles an hour. Everybody's going to stack the Cubs. And then they're going to end up striking out like 15 times in the game. Spoken <laughs> like a true just, Cubs fan. That's just how they're playing right now. <laughs> I like it when people come on and they have no shame in, um, you know, talking bad about their team. Especially <laughs> me. Like, I'm a Red Sox fan. We stink this year. I don't care what anybody says. So, uh, that's going to wrap it up here for Monday. Again, I hope everyone had an awesome weekend. If you're listening over there on Apple and iTunes, make sure you leave us a rating. Um, it doesn't even have to be five stars. I like five stars. I appreciate any rating over there. So make sure you guys are checking us out over on iTunes and all of those awesome platforms, iHeartRadio, all that kind of stuff. So um, that's going to wrap it up here for Monday. We'll be back talking baseball tomorrow. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.